Good morning. It is Thursday, June 10th, and this is the Commuter Devotional. My name is Chuck, and I'm so glad that you have decided to join us today as we seek to engage our God in scripture and prayer before the busyness of our day begins. Every day, Monday through Friday, we get together before our day starts really taking off to spend some time in God's Word. And we're excited to do that. We enjoy breathing in the words of scriptures and letting it be our fuel for the day. If only we could get more. We are in the book of Jonah, and Jonah is very short. We're going to move through this book pretty quickly. Today, we'll finish up almost all of the rest of chapter 1, and tomorrow we will finish chapter 1. So let me read our passage for us today. I'll pray, and then we will dive right into it. This is Jonah chapter 1, verses 11 through 16. Then they said to him, What shall we do to you that the sea may quiet down for us? For the sea grew more and more tempestuous. He said to them, Pick me up and hurl me into the sea that the sea will quiet down for you. For I know it is because of me that this great tempest has come upon you. Nevertheless, the men rowed hard to get back to dry land, but they could not, for the sea grew more and more tempestuous against them. Therefore they called out to the Lord, O Lord, let us not perish for this man's life, and lay not on us innocent blood, for you, O Lord, have done as it pleased you. So they picked up Jonah and hurled him into the sea, and the sea ceased from its raging. Then the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they offered a sacrifice to the Lord and made vows. Let's pray together. Father, it is good to come before you this morning. It is good to spend time with our friend, with our Savior, with our Father. Lord, as we come to your word, won't you give us eyes to see this morning? Won't won't you use the Spirit to teach us? We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. So I got to admit, as I was preparing for this podcast, this episode, I spent a lot of time thinking through this passage because something in it is very confusing. We know what's going on so far in the book of Jonah. Jonah is trying to flee from the presence of the Lord. And of course, the mariners, the seamen, the sailors on the boat, they even know that this is impossible for Jonah. And so when, in our passage today, they say, what shall we do? The sea is getting more and more tempestuous. As an aside, I'm not the most articulate speaker on earth, and this book has got some of the hardest words to say, tempestuous, tempestuous and tarshish. It's definitely a tongue twister. But anyways, they are already fearing for their life. They already think they're going to die. And we're told today that the sea is getting worse and worse. The answer that Jonah might have given is, turn this boat around and get me back to Joppa so that I can do the work that the Lord gave me to do. That might have been the answer. Another answer could have been, let me cast myself into the sea and free you guys from my presence. God is after me. I am disobeying him. If I will just go, you will be fine. But neither of those things are what actually happens in our passage. Instead, Jonah says, You guys pick me up. You guys hurl me into the sea. And then the sea will quiet down for you. I tried to think through why in the world this was the option that Jonah gave. Because he didn't choose option one, turning the boat around to go back to Joppa so that he could go to Nineveh and fulfill his calling from God, just shows that Jonah is not set 
on returning and doing what the Lord wants him to do. He's more intent on fleeing from God's presence. The second option, the, I guess, suicidal option, is jumping overboard to free these men. To me, is just even further proof that Jonah doesn't want to do the work that God wants him to do. These men in front of him, as we mentioned before, are pagans. They're praying to false gods to save them. Jonah, being a prophet of the Lord, has the responsibility, indeed the joy, to tell him of the work of the Father. And yet he doesn't. And by not jumping over the side of the boat, Jonah is putting these men's lives in danger. He is more of a coward than he's letting on in this passage. He throws the option to these men to save themselves by throwing Jonah overboard. And these men are concerned. They don't want Jonah's blood on their hands, and so they cry out to the Lord, the true and living God. It's only after they call out to this God, to our God, that they decide to throw Jonah into the sea. And immediately, the storm stops, the sea is calm again. And it says in verse 16 that the men feared the Lord exceedingly, and they made an offering of a sacrifice to God, and they made vows. We aren't told what kind of vows, but if they're anything like I would have been, it would have been, you are the true God. I almost died. You saved me. I will never pray to another false God again. That's the kind of personality that I would have about this. But our passage today is just further proof that all Jonah wants to do is get out. He wants to flee the presence of the Lord, no matter what that might take. But Jonah is the biggest coward. He's so confused. He's so rebellious that he thinks the only way out is death in the sea. Well, we know the story of Jonah. We know what's going to happen next. But as we go today and we sit with these words in front of us, won't the Spirit show us some truth? Give us clarity about why this was the option that Jonah chose. The option that God chose for Jonah. After all, it's written down for us in this story. These men, these pagan men, are crying out to the true and living God, making vows, offering sacrifices. They're doing what Jonah should be doing. It's a complete reversal of roles. We see in our passage, we know from this passage, that God is almighty and sovereign. Even in our disobedience, men and women will be saved if they are called by the name of our God. In Jonah's disobedience, a few men are saved. What will happen if Jonah decides to finally obey? Let me close us in prayer. Our God and our Father, God, as we go today, we need your help. It's Thursday, it's near the end of the week, we're starting to run out of gas, God, so won't you be with us today? Lord, we ask, if it's not too much to ask, Lord, make this an easy day. Help us go home. Help us get home quickly so that we can spend time with our families and just enjoy you, enjoy our families and what you've given us. But at the same time, Lord, we don't want to wish away our day. If there is an opportunity to share the gospel, to be a witness, to save dying men and women from hell. Lord, give us that opportunity and don't let us be like Jonah, to be cowardly, to flee from our calling. Lord, either way, 
We need your help. We need the help of our dad, of our heavenly father. So God, won't you draw near to us today? Lord, I pray for my listeners. All the things that we just prayed in this prayer, that their day is smooth, that your word dwells richly among them, edifies their souls, and helps them grow in sanctification. God, we love you. We love coming to your word each day. And we're already looking forward to doing it again tomorrow. We pray these things in Jesus' name. Amen. Go in peace. I will see you tomorrow.